Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include Rocket Companies Shutting Down a Division, My interview with Encino's Tyler Prowse on digital transformation and how mortgage technology impacts the way loan officers and origination teams work, and what a bull steepener in the capital markets tells us. Today's podcast is brought to you by Encino, makers of the Encino Mortgage Suite for the modern mortgage lender. Encino Mortgage Suite's three core products, Encino Mortgage, Encino Incentive Compensation, and Encino Mortgage Analytics. Unite the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process. CONCNO can support a homeownership journey that your borrowers and your team will love at ncno.com. Welcome to February 29th. The 366th day is added to keep the calendar year synchronized with the astronomical year or seasonal year. What do astronomers know that we don't? Recall when Wells Fargo left correspondent and other correspondent investors wondered the same thing. Now, Rocket Companies will shut down Rocket Pro Originate in June, a mortgage origination platform for real estate agents and other financial pros. Folks are wondering if the company didn't want their own MLOs to have the competition. Setting aside Bitcoin surging past $60,000 for the first time in more than two years, We learned yesterday that U.S. purchase mortgage applications dropped for a fifth consecutive week, approaching the lowest level since 1995. Relief can either come from lower mortgage rates, which are currently holding around 7%, or more home building. Traders now see the Fed's first rate cut in the summer, the first of slightly more than three 25 basis points reductions priced in for all of 2024. If you recall, and how could you not, The market entered January, aggressively betting on around six rate cuts for the year. Three Federal Reserve officials said yesterday that the pace of interest rate cuts will depend on the incoming economic data. Nothing surprising in those remarks. And the remarks suggest that the path to lower borrowing costs may look different than in previous rate-cutting cycles. Recent bets by traders have been forcibly unwound from short-term yields elevating even further above long-term ones as a resilient economy and sticky inflation have led Fed officials to push back against market speculation that rate cuts would begin in March. Yesterday brought about a bull steepener, which occurs when bond prices rise faster in the short-term part of the yield curve than the long-term end, sending yields down faster in the short end. Eventually, this will be caused when the Fed brings short-term rates down through rate cuts, but the move yesterday came as traders looked to profit from the U.S. Treasury yield curve returning to a traditional upward slope. Returning to a positively sloped yield curve from the currently inverted one would require a transition known as a steepener. That would put longer-dated yields back above their short-term equivalents, reflecting the normal compensation for risk over time. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome to the show Encino's Tyler Prowse to talk about digital transformation and how mortgage technology impacts the way loan officers and origination teams work. It's crazy. I look, I look at your bio and you've been at Encino since 2018. I'm like, oh, that's recent. And then I'm like, no, that's six years ago. You know, it's like, I thought the pandemic was yesterday. That's already four years in the rear view. So you've been doing this for a while. You have a lot of interactions with mortgage lenders. I want to start the interview by talking to you about some industry technology wins of the current yeah. cycle, as well as some pain points that still need to be addressed. So can you give us some of each of those, please? With volumes, like some of the wins right now, I think that with volumes being pretty low, 
lenders are are able to take a step back and look at their solutions and they're able to kind of ask critical questions for their business such as just is this technology solving any of my key problems and you know are we adopting current solutions and and if not you know what are some things that we're seeing that could that could drive some of those desired results so um you know right now with this the industry is just you know we've delivered a lot of great solutions over the last few years and even currently um with volumes being so high the last few years, it was hard for, I think, a lot of lenders to really go through proper change management and and implement some of those solutions. And so now they're they're finally getting around to implementing some solutions. And and some are 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 almost irrelevant now. Some are still very relevant. Um, you know, and I'll kind of like jump into a pain point that exists right now and 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 kind of how how technology is helping solve that pain point through innovation. So um, you know, with volumes going way down and with overhead having gone previously way up and and with different changes in, in the landscape with services costing, uh, some services cost a lot of money, some services don't. Um, clear, you know, pain point that exists right now is is the the cost per per loan. Like and a good example of that is is, you know, credit costs are super high. I mean, they're going up right now. It's a super hot topic right now. Uh, and 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 while we don't like to see those types of shifts, a lot of tech companies know that that's where we can play a key role with innovation. We can work both individually and with great partners to build better funnels that help lenders save costs and drive efficiency. So um, some key wins we're going through right now is we're seeing some some shifts in in the industry where you know credit is going high and there's other services that are too expensive and and that's causing a lot of us to focus on innovation that's going to help solve those problems and help move us forward. And that's a very good point you make about companies evaluating their technology because it seems like over the last couple of years companies have been so inundated with this is the latest and greatest solution you need this for your company and they adopt these solutions but they don't know how the tech stack plays with itself some of the sales staff doesn't necessarily get the proper training. And so the the products are being utilized to their full capacity. There's been a myriad of issues uh, with this kind of tech revolution we've been in. So it's very good of you to bring it up. But in general, the digital transformation of the industry does march forward. And, and that's good, especially from a borrower experience perspective. And so when it comes to this digital transformation, put us in place here a little bit. Why is it helpful for mortgage lenders to shift their thinking from we have arrived to we're on a continuous journey? And uh, I guess, secondly, how can that shift in perception inform stronger technology strategies? That's a great question. You know, like every everyone knows the industry is very cyclical and and what works when volumes are super high, they won't work when they're super low. And you know, costs and services also change. A service with a cost that may be really expensive might get replaced by one that's lower cost and more efficient. And, you know, that's where we come in and that's where our partners come in. I'd like to mention our partners because, you know, I'll talk about this all the time that we're a single platform and that platform is is built so that other players can come in and work with us to drive, you know, more affordability and drive more efficiency and to drive that better experience. Um, anyways, well, you know, we look for opportunities to serve the lender and, and we, we in turn are here to try to protect consumer interests by delivering technology that keeps the mortgage process efficient and affordable. Um, if, if you, you know, and I look at our product in general, when I started six years ago, if we still were delivering that product six years ago, we'd be out of business today. If, if that's what we thought it took to stay in business. So, um, you look at what we're delivering now, it's, it's vastly different from what we had. It's, it's, it's improved. It's modern, you know, 
six years ago, we thought we had delivered a modern experience. Well, six years later, that experience wouldn't be so modern. So we have to keep innovating and we have to keep updating. We have to keep upgrading um, and we with to keep investing. And that's where I think we do set ourselves apart a little bit in the industry is I I see a lot of companies who have who have shifted to more of a sales organization and have shifted to to, you know, just more of a consultant organization and they're not still investing a lot into their R&D and we're still plowing ahead investing millions in our R&D um and and trying to solve these problems and stay you know ahead of the curve and we do that not just for ourselves but for our lenders and for their borrowers can you share the high level approach to mortgage technology development at Encino talk about working with people but let's talk about your team how how do you incorporate a continuous evolution focus when it comes to product development you know it it, it all begins with kind of our mission and part of our mission at Encino is to did you know to transform the digital mortgage through innovation, reputation, and speed. To deliver on that, like it goes, it goes back to some basics. You know, we like to listen to our customers, we listen to the market, we observe, and we ask questions. Sometimes that observation is key. Lenders aren't always going to be able to talk about their pain. You have to be able to you know work with them and empathize and observe that pain. And you know, we don't assume we know best. We also don't know exactly what lenders might ask. We don't, sorry, we also don't do exactly what lenders might ask us to do. Oftentimes, you know, there's a deeper reason or a root pain as to why they may be asking for something. Um, and, you know, we believe that through the kind of some solid um, design principles, we can get down to those root level whys. We can start designing and building solutions that solve pain and deliver real value. Um, you know, and, and this year in this market, you know, kind of moving forward, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about our strategy. You know, one thing we want to help solve lender, we want to help lenders do is, you know, they're all worried that when volumes do pick back up, they want to be able to scale their businesses more more responsibly than the, than than was done previously. In the previous boom, lenders couldn't hire fast enough, which left them in a in a bad situation when volumes crashed. And we want to help them scale responsibly. So, you know, we're really focused on helping lenders. Um, build out better automation, helping build out more efficient workflows for both borrowers and the lenders. Um, we want to help them save costs. We want to help them implement better services that um, that drive them to their end goal, but in a in a more efficient manner. So um, that's kind of the approach we're taking right now. I agree with you that the why is very important. And across Encino's mortgage suite, which there's three core products that I've talked about all week: Encino Mortgage, Encino Incentive Compensation and Encino Mortgage Analytics. It's about bringing together people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process. I mean, that it sounds like a mortgage suite that really goes beyond the typical point of sale capabilities. What, what does that mean to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in a lot of ways, when people hear point of sale, I think borrower-facing technology, whereas, you know, we're going way beyond that. And we've been trailblazing that experience for years um, and, you know, for borrowers, we do deliver a single platform experience where with one sign on, they can do everything they need to do, whether it's um, look for a, a property, you know, get a get a approval letter, um, you know, apply for a loan, sign their disclosures. They can even close right from their mobile device. Um, but, you know, we also go beyond typical point of sale capabilities, you know, with a tremendous amount of product emphasis and investment geared towards improving the daily experience of, of not just borrowers, but loan origination teams and loan officers and their 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 teams that they work with um you know we we were one of our goals too you know when i think of you know our our suite and what we offer it's we want to help lenders keep borrowers for life and so 
I like to think that we deliver experiences that are holistic. And what I mean by that is oftentimes where one experience ends, another begins. And where that other experience begins might be, you know, the end of getting one loan and the beginning of starting another. So our experiences don't end with just applying for a loan. Our experiences don't end with just closing on a loan. You know, we want to help lenders keep borrowers for life. We we look for ways that a borrower would want to keep that app on their phone. We look for ways a borrower can have insights into that investment they just made and have insights into that home and know how they can drive their financial future with that lender um, you know, beyond just getting one mortgage. So, you know, where one experience ends, another begins. You know, there was a mortgage company, I, I think the name was Wells Fargo, that saw the benefit of having several accounts for consumers, having the, capturing them for the length of their life cycle. Obviously, that's that's a joke, but it is very important. Like when I was working at SoFi, we wanted to to get people right out of college, refinance their student debt. Then we wanted to help them buy a house, then maybe a personal loan for something else go into auto loans, go into personal banking to really capture the life cycle of a consumer. It, it is so important. So I, I guess one final question before I let you go here, and that's, can you share some examples of how Encino's mortgage technology impacts the way loan officers and origination teams work? Yeah. I mean, when a loan officer opens up their app, they have a dashboard that immediately is surfacing the most critical task for them and their team. Um, that that helps improve collaboration, visibility, you know, we don't just want them to see a bunch of information. Um, what we're really trying to do is information should drive insights and those insights should drive actions. And so um, when a loan officer or their team, you know, jump into Encino, we're helping deliver those insights that drive the right actions. The actions being what's going to be best for their business, but also what's going to be best for the borrower and helping them, um, you know, close a loan so they can move in quicker or, or get that refi and get cash out that they need. So, um, you know, a loan officer has their their dashboard that does that. Um, you know, we're also a very you know, I, I like we I talked about this a little bit earlier. We're a single platform play. Um, within our experience, we connect other technologies and services so that loan teams don't have to have five applications open all the time. It do, and it doesn't mean we cut them out. Like for example, in a lot of ways, we're so closely coupled with LOSs that loan officers can do everything they need to do in their LOS, but they can do it in our system. All the while, our system is so tightly coupled with the LOS that we're communicating everything back and forth seamlessly. And the same goes for other services. So, you know, we're really trying to create an ecosystem where other players can come in and, and join that platform and add value to it so that lenders can be more efficient with how they work. Um, so, you know, whether it's credit, whether it's VOA, VOI, VOE, whether it's um, making updates to an LOS, uh, whether it's drawing docs for closing, um, you know, we're trying to do a lot of things that make our 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 ecosystem the platform where a lot of these front end users play. Very well put. I wish you the best of luck on that journey, Tyler. And uh, I want to thank you for making the time for me today. Sounds like you got a lot going on over at Encino. So uh, let you get back to that, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Hey, thank you. In terms of economic data yesterday, the second estimate for Q4 GDP showed a slight downward revision to 3.2% from the advance estimate of 3.3%, as expected. Meanwhile, the GDP deflator was revised slightly higher to 1.6% from the advance estimate of 1.5%. There was also an upward revision to personal spending growth, 3% versus 2.8% in the advance estimate. That was driven by an upward revision to services spending underscoring the resilience of the U.S. consumer in a solid labor market. 
Today's economic calendar kicked off with the much-awaited release of the Personal Income and Outlays Report for January, which shed some additional light on how inflation is evolving. January personal income and spending came in up 1.0% and up 0.2% respectively, versus expected increases of 0.4% and 0.2% month over month. The core PCE price index was up 2.8% year over year, as expected. Weekly jobless claims were 215,000, so the job market is steady. Later today brings Chicago PMI for February, pending home sales for January, KC Fed manufacturing for February, Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey, and at least four Fed speakers. We begin the day with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged from Wednesday night, the 10-year yielding 4.28 after closing yesterday at 4.27%, and the two-year at 4.68. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. I'll never forget the day my father told me, Son, you should know that you were adopted. Thrilled, I told him, well, that actually makes sense. When can I meet my real dad? He said, I am your real dad. Now pack a bag, your new one will be here in half an hour. (laughs) Today's podcast is brought to you by Encino, makers of the Encino Mortgage Suite for the modern mortgage lender. Encino Mortgage Suite's three core products, Encino Mortgage, Encino Incentive Compensation, and Encino Mortgage Analytics unite the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process. CONCINO can support a home ownership journey that your borrowers and your team will love at ncino.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.